0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? You doing all right today? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you happy in the Lord, keeping plugging along, and so grateful, oh, so grateful for the privilege of being back with you for a few moments just to share from the Word of God. I think the most relaxing and and blessed and happy and fulfilling and thrilling times of one's life turn out to be those times when you share eternal matters with someone else who also knows and loves the Lord Jesus Christ. You and I are walking around in the book of 1 Thessalonians, and we're in chapter 4 now. And the last time we got together, we were in verse 13, where Paul said, I would like not have you be ignorant concerning them which are asleep, that means people who have died in faith in Christ, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope, The sorrow of the believer is true sorrow. Bereavement hurts. There is that final knife edge that cuts in somehow to the very essence of your soul when you realize that someone very dear to you has gone. And yet there's a difference, the despair and the bleak hopelessness that, characterizes the unsaved, is uh, replaced by something that has hope. The, uh, the, the prospect of being with Christ, as Paul said, which is far better. That's, that's the believer's position. Not only that, says Paul, but the, the, the real comfort that one has Concerning those that have passed away, those who were dear to you, but who were believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, the real comfort, see, back in in verse 18, he says, comfort one another with these words. What comfort is it? Well, he says, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Our Savior said, because I live, ye shall live also. And he said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there ye may be also. He wants you with him. I suppose one of the nicest things in life is to discover that somebody really wants you with him or her. It's nice, isn't it? And conversely, one of the great disappointments in life is to be, as the old saying used to be, included out. (laughs) When you feel that you're not wanted. Oh, that hurts, doesn't it? But what a joy it is when somebody really wants you. Now, the Savior wants you with Him, that where I am, said He, there ye may be also. Because I live, ye shall live also. And so we have the guarantee of the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus as being the first fruits, Paul calls it, of our own experience. Now is Christ risen from the dead, says Paul in 1 Corinthians, and has become the firstfruits of them who have passed away, believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, the firstfruits of them that slept. I suppose there isn't anything more uh, sublime than the realization that this life isn't all. It isn't everything. There is another life. There is another dimension to life because you've trusted the Lord Jesus our our Savior said, you have everlasting life. And that is not simply a matter of duration, but a matter of quality. And so it goes on. And after the doctor takes off his stethoscope and looks up and says to you, he's gone, you know that that person is still very much alive in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stuart Hamlin died a while back, and I remember after he was, uh, after he was first uh, brought to Christ, he was talking about the hereafter, and. Uh, he was saying well some day they'll say he's he's dead but don't you believe it he said i'll be i'll be in the presence of the lord and i'll be feelin' fine <laughs> he said <laughs> well bless his heart there is uh, there's the truth of it sorrow not even as others which have no hope the despair and the bleak nothingness of having lost it all is replaced by hope for the, the eons of eternity spent with your blessed Lord. He wants you with him. Now he says, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and I want you to notice that he says, if we believe. If, you, if you've never really settled this in your own heart, please do so now, because so many of these things depend upon your own commitment to Christ. Every now and again, I get a letter from someone who said I had been religious and gone to church all my life, but I had never really given myself to the Lord Jesus until the other day after you had said so and so and so, I I prayed and asked Jesus to come into my heart. Well, that's exactly what this is all about. If you, if you don't know for certain today that you belong to the Lord Jesus, if you can do so, stop what you're doing now and... and one man said he pulled his car over to the side of the road and just prayed. Well, all right, that's the way to do it. And ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart. Ask him to forgive your sins. Commit yourself to him in faith. And taste for yourself the joy of being born again. That's the big if there. If we believe. All right. If you've committed yourself to the Lord Jesus and you know that he died and that he rose again, what then? What then? Even so, says he, them also who are sleep, that word sleep is a euphemism for dead. Those who've, who've died in Jesus will God bring with him. The guarantee of my resurrection is, is Jesus' resurrection. That's the, the, the logic of it. He died, he rose again, and he said, I am doing this so that you'll know that that's what's going to happen to you as well. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. Now, uh, different times Paul has said, this is my opinion, but there are other times when he said, this is what I got from God for you. This we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not precede them which are asleep, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first, Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, says he, comfort one another with these words. Now think about this with me just for a moment. He says, uh, you're alive when the Lord Jesus comes back again. I look heavenward every day and say, Lord, hurry up. Come, Lord Jesus. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. I'd love to see him, wouldn't you? But he says, if you're alive when he comes, you're not going to get ahead of folk who've died. You didn't leave them behind, in other words. And because the dead in Christ are going to rise first, then... We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them. So there's going to be a a mass resurrection of believers. And in that instant, the God who originally created you is going to reassemble your persona and you will have a body adapted to glory, just as real as the body in which the Lord Jesus walked into the locked room where the disciples were gathered after the After the resurrection, they didn't know he was alive yet. And he just came and was in the midst of them, didn't open the door, because this is a body adapted to glory. But it is a real body. And he said, handle me and see. And he said, you got anything to eat here? And he ate something, so that it's a body that can uh, 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 can be touched. It's a body that can eat. It's a body that is alive, but it's a body of glory. It's adapted to the glory. And so in that instant, when our Lord Jesus comes again, the God who originally created you is going to have no trouble whatsoever in reassembling you and giving you that new body uh, adapted to living in his glorious presence. What will it be, can you imagine, to have a celestial body that isn't dependent upon atmosphere? isn't dependent upon air pressure, isn't dependent upon temperature or humidity or whatever. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? But that's exactly what the Lord is going to do when our Savior comes again. This mortal must put on immortality and this corruptible must put on incorruption, says Paul in 1 Corinthians. Let me turn to that passage and just go through it momentarily with you to, to see what happens when our Lord Jesus comes again. You hear me turning the pages, don't you? I've got a big Bible here, and it makes a noise when you, when you turn the pages. And so he says, There is that which is natural, that which is spiritual, and as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. This corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Now, you're mortal as long as you're alive. And immortality means you don't face death any longer. You're no longer threatened by death. Mortal. But corruptible means what happens after you die. You leave a dead body around, and it decays. That's corruptible. So he says, uh, God is going to change you so that mortality... The threat, in other words, of physical death is changed, and corruptible ness, the threat of decay, is gone. So, he says, when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written Death is swallowed up in victory. O grave, this is the shout of the victor. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where? Is thy victory. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is now risen and become, said he, the first fruits of them that slept. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. He's the evidence. Our Savior's alive, and he's the living evidence of what God is going to do for every one of us who trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. How wonderful that is. And so he says, the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them. We'll go on with this the next time we get together. Father God, today, oh, may we live in the light of the hope of the coming of our Lord Jesus. I pray in his name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.